0: No, Shall so we radio show?
1: Let's radio show. Let's radio show the shit out of this thing. From Bureaucracy's basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Each week, the dedicated staff of the Bureau meet to make reports, file recommendations, and dig underneath the loose concrete in the floor to keep warm on those long winter nights. One day, maybe, we'll escape from the subterranean hell that is this basement, but until that day comes, the city is not going to improve itself. So here we stay. Improving things. This meeting is now in session. Hello,
0: hello. How did you fare during the uh, arts festival uh, thunderstorm?
1: I fared well. Uh, hurricane Sevath, they call it. It was a it was a fearsome hurricane. Oh. Uh, I could even feel it down here in the basement.
0: It's still like a good four inches deep down here. Mm-hmm. The pumps burned out. So, yeah.
1: but, uh, you know, uh, I haven't, uh, you know, I haven't gotten a good bath in a while, so I've just been uh, rolling around in the, uh, in, in the filthy water. Oh, good.
0: That must be why you smell so much better.
1: I think so. All I right. to be sprouting mold as well. So that's, you know, that hopefully that'll, uh, sprout evenly
0: yeah. and
1: it'll, uh, provide a protective layer.
0: That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to cultivate a nice mold beard. Actually. Oh,
1: nice! Yeah. yeah, you need to uh, you need to get a like a little starter going, yeah, like uh, like a sourdough starter, but it's like a beard starter. You, you need to, like you need like some hairs for the for for the, for the mold to latch on to and oh, then it'll grow down. Okay, like, like Spanish moss.
0: All right, I will try that because yeah, my my beard comes in too patchy, so I figured the mold is going to be my only chance to be a beardo like every other man these days.
1: Well, what you need to do is you need to. Uh, you need to take when the mold grows to a certain length from the patches, yeah. you sort of weave them together, and then more mold will like grow from there and just like like okay. on a rail.
0: So Brilliant.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I will do my uh, best.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't know these things, but we do now. We should write up a
0: manual like beauty tips from the Queen City Improvement Bureau.
1: <laughs> how to be how to be as as pretty as us down here living in a dark basement with nothing but a radio transmitter and some mold and a sandwich machine. I don't even know who refills that thing. I wish they'd let us out.
0: Someday. Anyway, (sighs) should we do an attendance?
1: Yes. Let us, let us see who all has chosen to show up at this meeting. All right. Um, Yeah. um, You know, it's really dim in here. Uh, so I'm just going to, and my phone battery, like my phone is out of battery, so I can't use a little flashlight. Okay. So I'm just going to have to ask you for your name.
0: Ooh, I don't know. Okay. Um, let's just go with Paul.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're here. Good. And, um, you know, it's really dim down here, and uh, I've run out of juice on my phone, couldn't the flashlight. Yeah. Uh, I can't really read. The, can you tell me my name?
0: You know, when I hear your voice, I think Aiden.
1: Sometimes I think Aiden, too. Feels like a dream, but I'm yeah. cl- I will cling to that dream. Okay, so we're here. We uh are. Nobody else. Do we have quorum?
0: We don't. I'm sorry.
1: We don't, but we're going nonetheless. Yeah.
0: Unless there mm. are mute figures in the darkness who mm. are waving their hands to say they're here, but cannot speak. Uh, we don't to have
1: quorum. To the mute figures in the darkness, we see you. Not literally, but you get what we mean.
0: Yeah, but we can't count you as present because you haven't said it, and therefore we don't have quorum, no matter how many of you there are.
1: Probably many.
0: Yeah, probably. Well, that's pretty creepy, frankly.
1: But yeah, it is, it is, but they don't bother us. No, that's true. and they do not They don't seem to consume any extra resources, so I say let them be.
0: All right, I will. All right, so uh what's on the agenda?
1: uh, well, for the first thing we've got is uh apparently there's plans afoot. oh
0: my gosh, yeah, for, there this,
1: are. for the scarth Street pedestrian mall there are
0: always plans afoot. Why are plans? these any different
1: these Well, these ones are different because this time they want they want to know what the public thinks
0: <laughs> okay.
1: They really do, and and I think I think once we give them our opinion, they'll be like, "Yeah, that sounds good," and they'll fu- and they'll take our they'll take our opinion into account. Okay,
0: well, uh, so this would be related yeah. to their plan to uh, revitalize Scarth Street, the pedestrian portion of it. Yeah, so it, it yep. is looking a little rundown, to be honest.
1: It is, uh, I think, and I I thought when they talked about revitalization, I thought that would be maybe like. Bombarding it with vita rays, oh uh from maybe from like Mars or something, yeah, if, if I recall my Edgar rice Burrows properly, yeah, uh, but that looks it looks like vita rays are not on the menu,
0: that's a rip off,
1: yeah, no I vita am, rays I
0: feel ripped off, Aiden,
1: yeah, John Carter is not coming down here to beat up Martians. He's not bringing DJ Thoris like complete ripoff, totally. It's
0: about the only thing that would fix Garth Street too.
1: That's right. If it became an outpost of uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs' imagination of Mars. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, maybe we can. What we should do is we should take the survey that they have, Ooh. and you can pitch your VitaRay idea in the long form section.
1: Oh, that's such a great idea. Okay. Um. So survey. I'm on the survey page. Okay. It where says, is it? Uh, be heard as an H E A R D dot oh. Regina as in the city, .ca, top-level domain indicating this country, slash okay. SCARF. All right. You, you, yeah, you, you can get, if you just type in beherd.orgiana.ca, you can, you can get to the SCARF Street survey, or you can do slash SCARF, and there's background info. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize this, but um, SCARF Street, uh, the, that little stre- one-block stretch, was designated as a pedestrian mall almost 50 years ago.
0: Right. So just about... You know, 50 to 60 years is when they tear crap down.
1: Yeah. And they're, so they were like, oh man, let's make this a pedestrian mall and then let's sit here until Star Wars. And the other person was like, what's Star Wars? And said, you'll find out in a few years. <laughs> that's That's the story. I mean, that, you know, that's the legend.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so anyway, so, uh, so there's uh, the infrastructure is being updated. The community has the opportunity to reimagine the current needs and future aspirations for the downtown space. And this engagement, which is starting with this survey, explores how that might look.
0: Nice. I don't know why they didn't come directly to us with this. Because uh, yeah. re- reimagining is our thing.
1: That's that's our forte.
0: Yeah, refabulating, in fact. Yes,
1: yeah. re Yes, that
0: is,
1: that, that is us. That is us. We are the re of of the Queen City.
0: All right. So it looks like here the survey closes June 10th. 10th. Oh, okay. 10th. So people have got to get on that. And there will be a uh, an in-person opportunity at the Farmer's Market on Wednesday, May 31st, and Saturday, June 3rd to <laughs> uh, provide input on this. So the Saturday, June 3rd one, that'll be after this airs. Uh, that's from three uh, – sorry – 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. So the whole farmer's market, they will be there.
1: Wow. Okay. And Saturday, June 3rd, also 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Yeah. And this is, uh, I guess this is, um, yeah. So if if you don't like filling out surveys, but you like yelling out crazy things at city employees uh, in public.
0: Maybe stay home.
1: <laughs> but if you can't stay home, if you just got to get it out, those are the times to do it.
0: All right. Okay, so you're going to take the survey, eh? Hey?
1: I'm going to take the survey. I have no idea what okay. it's going to be asking, um, but I'm I'm going to find out. So I'm going to hit this here. Take survey. about in three, two, one, now. Okay. All right. So findings from the survey will be included in a report to council on whether to revisit the 1975 decision. Also, so they only had to wait two years until Star Wars. Okay. So the report will consider how to revitalize Scarth Street as a pedestrian and event-friendly space and encourage more visits during regular business hours, outside regular business hours, and off-season, aka winter. So uh, whenever, in other words. Okay. Right. Okay. So first question, how All important right. are the following factors when deciding to come downtown? One, more on-site events and activities. Important, somewhat important, or not important. See, I feel like this might be a gotcha that they can use later to to push in the arena. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say somewhat important I, because I I I do like coming downtown for things, events. Yeah.
0: I, but you know they're up to something here or you suspect.
1: Yeah, I suspect. Yeah. As Cardi B is what once said, that's weird. That's suspicious. <laughs> that's what she said. You can find it on TikTok. Um, right. Okay. Question two. Increased customer vehicle access to storefront businesses for pickup and or drop off. Important, somewhat important, not important. Well, as a no vehicle guy, that is not important. I'm only I can only answer for myself. All right. Three increased vehicle presence. Oh, like like the presence of you know, say Jesus, like the Perusia from the Bible. Yeah. Um but just example outside. Okay, increased vehicle Perusia. Outside of business hours and or during the off season. Okay. Important, somewhat important, not important. Yeah, I don't care about that. All right. Not important. Then it gives us the option to save and continue. Why, why must I do both? Guess I'll go along with this here tyrannical survey. Okay. By the way, are you enjoying the the live survey taking so far?
0: Absolutely. Okay, this good. is this next part though is I've already taken the survey. This is the part that I'm I'm looking forward to seeing your reaction because we're actually gonna. There's going to be three scenarios now that Mm -hmm. you get to take a look at and provide your
1: feedback on. Okay, so scenario one: pedestrian primary access. This scenario retains closing the block to most traffic, with unrestricted pedestrian movement. Vehicle access will be limited to events set up in food trucks. Open space will support events and continue to support patio spaces for downtown businesses. Uh, this option will continue to prohibit vehicle access, including for customer drop off and pickup. Well, there's a nice little image there you can click on. Yeah. Okay. Which statement best represents your perspective on this? When they say your, I mean my perspective. Okay. One, very concerned about the lack of vehicle access. Like can't sleep at night. So concerned. Somewhat concerned about the lack of vehicle access and not at all concerned about the lack of vehicle access. There's a bunch of streets all around you. I am not at all concerned.
0: Please. Did you take a look at the pictures they offered?
1: Okay, I'll take a look.
0: Because they have like they're showing a little picture of the quarters in Edmonton, uh the Calgary downtown, a blocked off street there. I don't know where that is. I don't know Calgary 8th, that well.
1: That's that's 8th Street. Oh is it?
0: Yeah. Okay. They've also got Spark Street Mall in Ottawa, which I think is an interesting choice because I, I used yeah. to live in Ottawa. I liked Spark Street. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. But people who were like long timers, like I only lived in Ottawa for, I think, three years, but long timers in Ottawa, uh, they hated Spark Street. They thought it was the worst. But they all had cars too. So that could have been it. Right.
1: Oh, and the fourth image is Scar Street looking north, existing. Yeah. Uh, which is. I don't know why you just point out that it's existing. Um, but yeah, so it's it's Scar Street, the ones, the, the, the street we know and love, but almost nobody on it. Just some people sort of sitting around looking, frankly, a bit desultory. Um, yeah, I don't know. They could have picked like a, a photo on a Saturday with people, like yeah. say the Calgary downtown thing, but okay, that's, uh, that's neither here nor there. So I, I got an idea what they're looking for. Okay. Yeah. Now question five. The city has heard concerns about people's safety after regular business hours. Please rate how you feel. Continuing to limit vehicle access for pickup and drop off may impact safety concerns?
0: That's a weird question, eh?
1: Okay, so greatly somewhat increases, makes no difference. Somewhat decreases, greatly decreases. Okay. Uh here's my perspective. If there's if if there's not much if there are very few people then i can see why safety might be an issue because you might have you might be vulnerable to to the rapacious yeah. among us right um but i you know what you know what's really unsafe getting hit by a car so greatly decreases safety sorry just statistically you're much more likely to get in a fatal accident if there's cars that can actually you know travel up in, in, in that stretch of road
0: that is an excellent point
1: right. yeah. so I, I, you're
0: I, saying I, limiting traffic greatly increases safety or
1: I, I am saying that because okay. the fewer cars there are, the less likely it is to get hit and killed by one.
0: See, I'm, and- I this makes no difference and I wasn't sure if that's what they were getting at because how does continuing to limit access to vehicles
1: oh wait 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 sorry I think I I think I misread this. Please rate how you feel continuing to oh to limit access okay yeah. sorry it's increases safety. I got it wrong. I'm, okay I'm, It greatly increases because cars will hit you and kill you. So, and no matter how fast somebody is running, they're probably not going to do the same amount of damage. So when they hit you, that's true. That's a very specific scenario. I I think the thing is it's only one block. I just find it. I think the implication is that by having vehicle pickup and drop off, like people can like leave their business or whatever, and just be immediately what I just I don't really think that it makes much of a difference. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, wow, well, my, so I went on a bit of a rant there and realized I got it completely wrong. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Question six. Identify which statement best represents my view on how continuing to prohibit vehicle access may impact my likelihood to visit downtown during and outside regular business hours. More likely, less likely, it will not impact. Well, I mean, it just is what it is. This is not going to impact how often I visit. So, uh, Okay, please, number seven, please rate your support for pedestrian-only access to Scott Street Mall. Oh, I don't know. I'd say I strongly support it. Yeah, why not? Because I'm one of them. Uh, have my co- Any other comments on this scenario? There are plenty of streets around pedestrian mall. If safety is a concern, concern... Invest in more after-hours businesses and more lighting, etc. Oh, right. yeah, that's you a know, good idea. Just keep, you know, just make it. Love, don't provide any dark corners for for men to drag people off, like like uh, into 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 the dark wood of the back alley. All right,
0: yeah. Save and So a thing that bothers me mm-hmm. about this whole notion is uh, so my comment is right around the corner you have uh, the Fiacco Plaza.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it seems that ever since the Fiacco Plaza opened, it's been getting all the love. It's been getting all the event sugar of it, it downtown. It really has.
1: It seems, yeah, it's, it's rare that it spills over onto Scar Street.
0: Yeah. So they talk about uh, Scar Street being a space for, like, activities and events and whatnot. And it's like, well, uh, so I'm wondering if this will force – uh, C- City Hall to like refocus events and activities onto Scar Street Mall if it remains pedestrian or some hybrid of pedestrian and traffic mm-hmm. um, and what this means for the for the for the plaza uh, the plaza I think uh, to keep it active because there's nothing on there except the park and a bunch of Blake storefronts to the north it takes a mm-hmm. lot of work to keep that from you know seeming empty and dead and just like you know a wasteland
1: mm-hmm. uh
0: do they do we have the the energy the capacity to activate both scar street mall and the plaza i mean i think we should but
1: uh, ideally yeah yeah but, but do I we have mm. yeah yeah i so. i know I, I don't i don't actually know if we do yeah but I, I hope i hope we do yeah uh, all right shall we move on to scenario two yeah scenario two
0: Okay. which is limited on-street vehicle access.
1: Oh, and that accommodates limited vehicle access while maintaining open space for events, public space, and local businesses. The intent is to provide control, pickup, and drop-off access for customers. And uh, there's an image here. Let's see what they're giving us. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, we've got Argall Street in Halifax, which, that's that's where I grew up. I love Argall Street in Halifax. Um winter on revitalized Dundas Street, London, Ontario. Oh, we don't want to be comparing ourselves to London, Ontario. And then meandering road alignment allows more room for pedestrian spaces. Oh, I see what they're doing. It's kind of like a little uh kind of like a nice little wandering lane there for yeah. for drivers to navigate. Um when a lot of people on Regina seem to have trouble just driving straight lines. Anyway, I I I, I won't go on with that. And then we have Scar Street looking north, existing, um possibly an even more gloomy looking photo than the first one. Nice, sunny, mind you, but uh, yeah, almost looks like an a i generated piece with uh random pedestrians, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about twelve in total. E Joe. all right, let's go. Which statement best represents your perspective on this? one, I'm concerned about the increased vehicle access. Two, I'm not at all concerned or I have no opinion. I'll be concerned. Uh, 10, within this scenario, there may be specific vehicle restrictions based on time of day and seasonal considerations. Okay, which represents my opinion? First, I support ongoing pickup and drop off vehicle access at all hours and throughout the year. Second, I support it other than during special events when the streets will be closed off. Third, I support it only outside regular business hours, such as evenings, weekends and holidays. And the fourth, I support it only during the winter months, meaning no access during spring, summer, fall. Why would you support it during winter months? That's the time when you have like the worst roads. Anyway, um, look at me being, being thinking of like pedestrian safety. So, Hey, Paul, have you noticed something about this question? What about it? Uh, that. It can so it could quite simply be really easy to cherry pick this to say, "Look, people support it."
0: Yeah, there's no, I don't support.
1: Yes, so there's only a support. So, so I feel once again, I feel like I'm being herded into something that can be used in different ways later. Yeah. But all right, okay, uh, all hours and throughout the year. No, that's a bad idea. Other than during special events, maybe um, only outside regular business hours, such as evenings, weekends. That's only outside regular business hours, but that's when people will be, that's presumably when you want people to be on there. I hate this. Uh, and only during winter months. No. Okay. I'm going to go for option two. I have a feeling my perspective is different than what they want, but that's all right. That's all right. I have a perspective. What are your thoughts on that one, Paul?
0: I mean, if they're going to open it up to limited access, I think cars should be able to get like, I don't know that you can, once you have a road for cars in this city, no matter how much you try to restrict it, they're just going to go there. We know that with the, uh, the plaza, even with the stanchions up to keep cars out of the little like rotunda area in the middle, they just find their way through.
1: It's true. So So.
0: one, yeah, I think, I I think if you're going to be having special events and people on that uh, scar street, I think you very much want to keep cars off of there when there's a special event. Exactly. Cuz that that would be hazardous. But, but, yeah, uh, but,
1: but being realistic if you're going to have cars they're going to be there all the other time. Yeah. So
0: so just go big or go home basically.
1: Exa- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um I think it would be kind of deranged if they had a special event and they were still <laughs> letting cars just like plow through crowds of people. Yeah. I mean the I, I, unless they're like hosting like, you know, Unless there's like a bunch of Unite the writers coming from the States who, whose yeah. love of running into people. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. Number 11. The city has heard concerns about people's safety on the mall after regular business hours. Please rate your opinion of how limited vehicle access may impact safety concerns. Okay. Greatly, somewhat, makes no difference. Somewhat decreases, greatly decreases. Uh, you know, I just don't think it makes a difference. Given, given early my having cars makes it less safe, I, I just, I'm not sure yeah. that having cars go by occasionally would really make it safer. Yeah. Okay. Number 12. Identify which statement best represents your view on how this scenario ooh, may impact your likelihood to visit downtown during and outside regular business hours, I'm less likely, you know, it, 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 I don't think it works. Not to me. Yeah. Okay. So please rate your support for limited vehicle access. Ah, uh, yeah, I somewhat oppose it, I guess I don't strongly oppose it. um do we have any other comments? I don't think so like i I feel that they're gonna like open up for 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 traffic yes yeah. so, so so that's so this is kind of best we're gonna get okay, scenario three vehicle through traffic, so this scenario supports through traffic in addition to events, public space pickup and drop off. Oh, okay, I didn't realize we're separating these out so this scenario allows for one way vehicle tr- oh another one way yeah just um i'm gonna put this scenario in a wheelbarrow and i'm going to walk it all the way to the nearest ocean where i can then dump it uh, anyway so connecting 11th avenue 12th avenue may limit available space for pedestrians and events the scenario also enables the street to be closed to all vehicles during special events and the image that they've got with this let's check it out um Floor Street in Toronto, where there's room for cafe seating, uh, a generous sidewalk on Stephen Avenue, Calgary, a wide and busy sidewalk in Gastown, Vancouver, and Scar Street looking south, existing
0: from foot level. This picture from
1: from foot level, nice, not a bad shot. I kind of like that. One. Yeah. Um, okay, so that this is very encouraging. It, you can tell that they're actually they're actually kind of advertising the. The be- kind of the benefits of this with these photos? Yeah. There's room for cafe seating, generous sidewalks, a wide and busy sidewalk. Do they think...
0: They really make me want to go back to Gastown.
1: Oh, um, hey. Lots of Gastown. Fun stuff. I really like yeah. Stephen Avenue, which is... We have seen actually this uh, Stephen Avenue in the first uh, image as well. Calgary. All right. So this scenario provides ongoing through traffic. Please choose which statement best identifies your perspective. Uh, concerned about regular through traffic, not concerned. I have no opinion. I'm concerned. I have concerns. Ah, uh, 16. The city has heard concerns about, oh, heard concerns about people's safety after regular business hours. Please write how you feel allowing through traffic impact safely. That somewhat decreases safety because once again, it's cars. Yeah. Cars run into people, injure and kill them. I, I just feel like that salient fact is just completely ignored yeah instead we're we're being we're we're invited to like fear people Uh, anyway i do fear people but mostly when they're driving in cars Uh, okay uh 17 identify which statement best represents your view on how allowing through traffic may impact your likelihood to visit downtown during and outside regular business hours honestly i'm probably less likely to visit scar street mall because i really like the just walking around down the middle yeah so, yeah, anyway, and it just, I don't know. It was the, I mean, if not even the plaza is like closed traffic, having one place that's just not just a freaking street be so nice. Anyway, so, please rate your support for allowing that one way to strongly oppose. Go away. I don't know. I, I see, I see when with Stephen Avenue and Gastown, I get that, but those are, there's already like, it's already got like a large population that like you know, lives and, does stuff downtown and we're talking about attracting people downtown i don't know how yeah. cars whizzing by is supposed to be ooh i wasn't going to go have a drink on the patio but now that i can you know inhale vehicle fumes uh I, i'm sorry absolute nonsense oh how frequently do i come downtown for normal activities once a week or more often how old am i oh good i'm not i'm not the oldest demographic 45 54 what's my postal code Oh my! I see, big sibling is alive and well. Oh, it just thanked me for taking the survey.
0: I was kind of them.
1: Yeah, you're you're welcome. Web page. Okay, so that that was uh that was done. Um, yeah.
0: All right, and well, actually, we should head to innovative revenue tools, and then we'll come back yep. to this when we're back. Ooh. And we're back from innovative revenue tools.
1: Well, those are those were some uh, fine fine tools, I do say. They
0: were. So, how did you feel? So, in the first half, we took a look at the survey th- about Scar Street. Uh, wh- uh, what are your overall
1: feelings? Have uh, you just taken it. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I see. I mean, they're, obviously, they're considering options for traffic, uh, which you know, completely understandable. I am. I'm not sure why. Like I like they they cite most mostly what they cite is safety concerns, but as far as I can tell, it's one block. It's it's a stretch of one block, and I have a feel. I, I guess I, I just think that like better lighting and what I what I said earlier when I wrote down a comment was investing in businesses downtown. I'm aware that the city can't <clears throat> invest in yeah. businesses. I I know that. Uh What I meant was encouraging businesses taking further steps to encourage businesses to thrive in that area. Yeah. What are those, what do those measures look like? I don't know. I'm not going to pretend that I am a genius urban planner who can rescue the downtown. But what I do know is that cars don't really make it safer. And what I think is we're not hearing from residents. We're not hearing from people who want to like shop or enjoy themselves downtown we're hearing from business owners who don't like locking up and leaving, you know, at, you know, after, after work, I've, yeah. that's kind of my guess. Yeah. I could, I could be wrong, but that's, this, I'm I'm just trying to picture who it is that would be there. If not going to like, say, you know, the fat badger, uh, or the other, any other restaurant on there. I don't know. I don't know if you know, but there's yeah. still open. Um, like that like I don't think those are the people who are saying this, and these are people who own businesses and prep or perhaps work downtown, who have ideas about dangerousness. And I know there are some people in that area that you don't want to run into. I mean, I'm, I'm aware of that. I, I've, seen, I've seen shady folks uh, about. Um, but ca- I don't understand how cars are going to solve those particular problems. Uh, the only thing I see with cars is just more traffic
0: i yeah, I agree. like the places they cite with limited vehicle access or full vehicle access, like I've been to some of them, mm-hmm. and if your concerns are about sketchy people or people you perceive as sketchy rather uh those exist on streets with cars too yes, like exactly. those people um arguably those people are packed in more tightly because uh there's less space because there's right. you have to give up, you know, probably more than half the space on Scarth to put cars on there.
1: Exactly. You know, you know what occurs to me is that if you're if if vehicles are dropping off things or 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 people and things or picking up people and things, maybe the businesses don't like having to like do it in the alleyways behind yeah. Scarth on either side cuz I can see I can see how that would be unpleasant and some an enterprising criminal could kind of hang yeah. out there uh, and, and you know, f- see an opportunity.
0: A thing I've heard is that it was a thing that uh, restaurants on Scarce struggled with during the pandemic because they didn't have equal access to, like, skip the dishes or chow locals the same way that other businesses do because, you know, the pickup car couldn't ride up to their door running.
1: Oh, right
0: come yeah. back out. And so I think that's where some of this pressure to, at the very least, open scarf to limited pickup drop-off traffic uh, is coming from, that the businesses, especially the restaurants, are finding it a real struggle to survive in this new takeaway food economy that we right. seem to have post-pandemic. So on that, in that regard, I kind of sympathize with them. And I can see the sort of desire to get this going, at least with the with the limited... Uh, traffic access i personally prefer the notion of having it limited to pedestrians but as i said when we were talking i don't uh, i don't know how this works how we activate you know scar street that runs perpendicular to the plaza and the plaza being you know such a you know always on the edge of being a dead zone i don't know mm-hmm. how we do both and that we're not When the plaza was open or sorry, closed to most car traffic, like it was supposed to be a Woonerf. It was supposed to be, uh, you know, a a two-way traffic lanes, two ways of traffic lanes. Uh, But the the cars would move like at 10 kilometers per hour tops kind of thing. And people could Mm -hmm. like wander back and forth across those driving lanes. Uh, And so it would be an east-west connection. They did a downtown traffic study. and Okay, that's where this they, is
1: my question.
0: Yeah. And so they, that's where they came up with this ridiculous, you know, turns north, turns, you know, come south layout on the plaza. And they also at that time talked about what do we do with Scar Street? They promised that they would revisit this downtown traffic study. I don't know if they ever did. Like they may have behind the scenes. But mm. I feel like if we're going to be doing this reopening Scar Street or not, I think we should be revisiting the plaza at the same time and saying, should it now open up as if, it, if we keep Scarth closed, can we now open up the plaza or should we close them both? Or like, just what do we do there? Cause I don't, I think there, I think the plaza is an open question. I am concerned that it is, that it needs help. Also, another thing we're not considering is the Gordon block, which used to house the Novia cafe. Uh-huh. That is a derelict heritage building. When is the city going to force Harvard to do something with that space? And if Harvard doesn't save that building, when is the city going to move in, take it over and turn it into something awesome? Because uh, the city has that power and they just refuse to exercise it on that building. I don't know. There's so much stuff that there are so many open questions with that little dog leg downtown. And I just don't know that I feel like this this survey is a half measure.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, granted, it's the first step in process. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think I, you know, I'm, I'm tempted. Well, at least I'm curious. I'd be curious to talk to a traffic engineer. On the other hand, I'm not curious to talk to a traffic engineer because their answer is always, wow, ah, more traffic. Um, sure. you know, so, so I'm, I'm not sure that that will be of, of a lot of use, but I, I'm wondering if, if, if in traffic studies they've said what would happen. To the sort of yes. the flow of traffic in the downtown. If we opened up Scarth Street to yeah. one way traffic, I don't. I mean that yeah. whole area is is a mess of like half measures and bad decisions. And I think almost starting with the the way that downtown is is kind of cut off from the entire north end of the city yeah. by the Albert yeah. Broad and Winnipeg underpasses. You know, it, it's it was just it's almost like it was there are bad ideas that just never got addressed and other sort of middling to bad ideas were keeped on and maybe some good ideas, which just ended up being sort of degraded. And, and to the point where we have like a constantly struggling downtown, you know, the the endless dead zones of like ha- parts of Hamilton street, for example. Yeah. Um, and, but now we have the one we have like, so the only ideas we seem to have now are, Scar Street traffic and arena and, and yeah.
0: library. Hamilton is a really good example because it's a traffic street. Yeah. And the Capitol went under. Like, it's it's a street that I like it, but I don't know that it's, like, a thriving success. Um, it, I don't, no. Yeah. I
1: mean, so, maybe, maybe, maybe somebody else could tell us differently, but...
0: One thing about this survey, though, is I just... I honestly don't know that it matters. Uh, with after that catalyst uh, nonsense, we did the we did the catalyst survey. That was the last one we did uh, in one of our meetings, and then it turned out that in the background, city administration had done a scientific survey where they phoned a thousand people, one hundred in each ward, and got 100. their opinions. And they brought that before council, and then council was like, this is a scientific survey. We like science. We will look at your scientific survey and this online survey. It is a turd. We will ignore the online survey <laughs> because it's just a bunch of grumpy people. Grumpy people on social media answer online surveys. It is garbage. And they, right. they just ignored it from that point on, even though the the results were effectively the same. It was just the negative response was more pronounced in the online yes. survey. So the well, opinions I, were stronger online.
1: I, I love, I love the, the like the essentially what it comes down to with the two surveys is one, the people who actually care enough to like answer. Right. And the other hand, people, people who are willing to pick up a landline. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I would well, actually, I mean, I understand that the, that, that the answers will have a stronger flavor with the online survey because of the uh, admittedly self-selecting nature, aka people who care. Um, yeah. But I'm, of all the demographics in the world that I am not going to listen to, it's people who pick up their landline. That oh. just seems like a disaster in the making.
0: The city kind of shot themselves in the foot on this, like city staff did. Because I do think that you are going to see certain councillors who maybe aren't thinking about this too hard are going to reject any result from any online survey now um and yet this is how the city does consultation now are these be heard regina surveys right. uh, they've been they've been leaning on it really hard like even before the pandemic hit i don't i don't know if they're prepared to uh, come up with a new consultation system because they've basically created this suspicion of their own system for gathering data.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I guess we'll see. So, anyways, I think I think people should fill this out, but just you know, in the full acknowledgement that you know it may mean, it may mean absolutely nothing, and that I think the voices that will carry the day are going to be those downtown businesses that sit on the downtown BID board, or and all these other boards, and have connections to all these other boards. Mm-hmm. So that's at slash scarth that survey. Mm-hmm.
1: And you have and, until the 10th of June to fill it out.
0: Yeah. And we're the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM.
1: CJTR, tuned into the community. Hey, I, have so- I got something quick to say. What? Uh, this, is, this is on a serious note. Uh, I, fa- I found out earlier today uh, that the uh, owner of Records on Wheels and then ray Records, Dave Kuzenko, also uh-huh. a co-founder of CJTR Radio, uh, died very recently oh, that's sad. uh yes yeah it, it, and i i didn't know apparently he passed on the 25th um and uh yeah i just uh i was i was shaken by it i mean i knew dave i was uh i mean i know uh, certainly not friends uh or, or anything like that but i just remember when i first came to the, to to regina in 89 uh, or thereabouts uh I, I, I didn't know anybody i didn't know the city but uh, one of the things that really helped out was uh, uh, records on wheels. I think it was records on wheels, time on Scarth, and uh, or maybe eleventh. Sorry, my memory's bad for the time. But it actually like, but like it had like great stuff, and he knew everything. Like any, any musical taste you had, he could like get into it with you, give you recommendations, and it made the city worthwhile for me. So wow. I was. Uh, I was very sad to to hear about this. So,
0: condolences to his family. Um, yeah, yeah, Ivy nuts. and
1: Anastasia, who are his yeah, daughter. Ah,
0: well. On that note, hey, there's something else. Uh, you mentioned the library as a catalyst project. Uh, it, I was know. An, it was announced this week that uh, the RPL board has voted to uh, move the library into a temporary location that they'll rent. We don't know where, because I don't think they know. This is prelude to them tearing down the downtown branch of the library and building new, presumably, on that site.
1: Presumably. Yeah, have, I'm completely... I have no idea where they would put a temporary facility, but... Yeah. yeah. Ye gods.
0: I think, Maybe the Gordon Block. Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, they can share the space with the pigeons that, are, that have moved in. The... I, like I'm beginning to think, like this has been something the libraries wanted to do for like ten years, so yeah. i think I think at this point, it's feeling pretty inevitable. I know there's people organizing to try to stop this. I'm pretty pessimistic at this point that the old building can be saved
1: i I'm pretty sure that this what's going to happen is what's going to happen at this yeah. point. yeah
0: I think the thing we should be watching out for now is if and how they try to twin this library catalyst project with the with the arena catalyst project because they haven't ruled that out and oh, i will no. be curious to see if uh this is something they're working on in the background uh when i asked the mayor about this after the catalyst projects finally passed um uh, the answer we got was All options are on the table. Anywhere we can get like funding will be considered. So uh, that's neither a yes nor no. It's just a wait and see.
1: Yeah, I think you you know. Do you remember remember those? uh, You you saw them in like in school. You'd like get like the teacher would wheel in like a television for like movie time or whatever, and and there'd be like but it would. The, whole, the entire unit would be like the the t- television and a VHS, like it would be this all-in-one thing. And yeah. if like, and if the VHS failed, then suddenly the whole unit was like useless. Yeah. Just, ju- just, thinking about it. No, no <laughs> relation no- to anything. Nostalgic you mentioned. for that. Nostalgic, nostalgic for that. I just, I just want to see this play out in a massive scale with a library and an arena. Yeah. Two, two massive. Projects with like multiple moving parts that could all fail, uh, uh combined together into one, massively then, increasing the points of failure. And then if you, you pull out then you pull out a tape and there's just like tape everywhere. Yeah. And, and like movie afternoon is ruined. Yeah. Thanks, Phillips, all in one.
0: That will be I don't know. I imagine we won't hear anything about this until fall, but uh probably not. Uh yeah. another oh, sorry, go. Do, I'm sorry, just, I've got good news. I have good news things on the agenda. Oh, g- g- Give me the good news. Friggin' Wisconsin Pool is opening.
1: It looks fabulous. I saw some photos. I'm going to go yeah. visit it. It looks so good.
0: Yeah, so it opens its doors on June 8th to the public. I've got to say, I didn't think it was going to happen on time. Uh, I've been by it uh, in the last like month or two. And maybe it was just like drab winter made it look more... I don't know, incomplete, but uh, yeah, I was like, oh man, this is so going to get delayed. It's not, it's going to open on June 8th. It's going to be open from June 8th to September. Shoot. It's like mid September. It's going to be open from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. And uh, it does, it looks phenomenal.
1: Yep. Asterisk chef's kiss asterisk.
0: It is going to have us. Uh, it has solar panels. I don't even have to talk about it as going to have anymore. It has solar panels. It has, uh, you know, state-of-the-art uh, regenerative pool water filtration system, mm-hmm. high-efficiency water heating plant, and a recirculating spray pad. So do not pee in the spray pad, please.
1: Yes, or you will be sent into the exsanguinator. And coming up,
0: council passed, there will be an elevator to the, uh, the slide. So that if you have a mobility issue, but you want to do the slide, you're going to be able to take an elevator and go down a water slide.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yep. I, I, I'm aware of I've I've seen I've seen some people on Twitter who who think that the money for the pool could have gone elsewhere. And I understand that, but public recreation is really important for families yeah. and people. So it it's it's not too much to ask that we have nice things.
0: And this is 16 and a half million dollars that they spent on this compared to a, your, to your other catalyst projects. This mm-hmm. is a friggin' bargain. This yep. is, this is like what we were thinking about spending on a soccer field and a baseball field. Like this is, this is nothing compared to what we're going to be dropping on the arena. So mm-hmm. I think this is great news. Um, yeah. So June 15th is going to be the grand opening party and, wow. uh, so congratulations, um, city of Regina.
1: Fun, fun on your new uh,
0: I also have a little bit more good news. Uh, the housing accelerator fund uh, in March, the federal government announced that they've, they're launching this housing accelerator fund, which is going to like uh, try to like jumpstart, jump jumpstart housing across the country. Uh, but you have to apply to get this money and you have to, you know, you have to meet some criteria uh in this in the case of this program you have to have an action plan and you have to like have some targets uh the city has put together city staff have put together an 11 point action plan and uh they're anticipating that if this all comes off there's they're looking at uh, approvals for 1100 housing units by the fall of 2026 and if this project that they're putting together Gets approved by the federal government, they will be getting thirty six point two million dollars in funding to get this off the ground. That works out to like that works out to like thirty thousand dollars per per housing unit. So this is all like that's that's a substantial chunk of change to support that kind of housing. So this is
1: all good. Call me old fashioned, but I don't think houses should accelerate. I think they should stay where they are. What if they have flames painted on the side? What if they're bitching? In that case, yes, they
0: should accelerate. I agree 100%. My concern is that I think in these 11 points, there are some that certain counselors are going to take on bridge with. Uh, Specifically, uh, well, I'm going to run through them quickly. Uh, The first is enable high-density development within the city centre. Second, enable mid- and high-rise development along urban corridors and main transit routes. Three, advance the development of missing middle housing in central neighbourhoods. Four, support the provision of greater housing diversity in established neighborhoods. Five, encourage conversion of non-residential buildings to to residential. Excuse me. Preserve and increase uh, affordable housing stock in partnership with nonprofits. That's uh, number six. Seven is support pre-development work for housing projects. Eight is reduce council approval for housing-related discretionary use applications. Nine, create a proposal, a process for disposal of city-owned lands for development as affordable housing, 10, align infrastructure planning to add capacity, increase safety, and improve quality of the public realm in the city center and central neighborhoods, and 11, update the development charges model to support long-term growth. I think some councillors are not going to dig number three, advanced development of missing middle housing in central neighborhoods because that's duplexes yeah probably with the laneway suites yeah mm-hmm. and number four support the provision of greater housing diversity in established neighborhoods
1: uh and i think i think the line about the quality of uh you know in the public realm that's that's not what that's not what these councillors are here for no. most of them they're there to they're there to grandstand and i mean yeah yeah that's that's not that's not their job yeah I mean, as they see it
0: and Councilor Hawkins, especially. Uh, you remember how he was talking not too long ago during budget time, actually, about how it wasn't council's job to get down into the weeds about every little thing in the budget. Oh,
1: yeah. So weedy.
0: Yeah. Well, this thing about reducing council approval or involvement in discretionary use approval, that uh, that's been advanced two or three times. And Hawkins has always come out totally against it. He's like, that's council's job to get down into the weeds on discretionary use applications. So I think we're going to see a fight on that one too. But anyways, this goes to administra- uh, to executive committee on May 31st. Oh, Jesus. Is there 31 days in May? Yes. Okay. May 31st, it goes to executive committee, and then it'll go to council on June 7th. So if increasing the amount of housing in Regina is something that you care about. This application for funding to apply to the Housing Accelerator Fund might be something you wanna pay attention to. Uh, We will throw hundreds of thousands of dollars at trying to attract a friggin' WHL tournament or a friggin Briar or something. Uh, This is a chance to like throw, they're asking for a million dollars for staffing and planning to get this together i think this is far better than bidding on uh you know some games or something
1: yeah i'm, I'm with you on that
0: on that note we are totally almost out of time
1: uh, we are okay i guess uh, i guess then we should maybe uh move to uh you know um adjourn this year business
0: i would second that motion
1: all right Motion passed. Uh, you have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau at 91.3 FM, CGTR, John Community Radio. Uh, we are broadcast on Thursday evenings from, is it seven to eight? Seems we, Yes. Yeah, it's seven to eight. <laughs> and we broadcast Monday afternoons before PM. So you can listen to us if you, in your car, if you cut out from work early on. Which you should. Uh, we can also be found on Twitter, queencityib at cgtr.ca, and our website, uh, queencityib.com. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, uh, your host, Paul DeShen, and a Morgan the music by uh, Guidewire and King Brian Hill. Thank you as always. Um, coming up next, if you're listening on Thursday, there's a lot of music on then Lunar Lounge in the evening. And if it's a Monday that you're listening to us, you'll be treated to The Basement. Uh, So, which is chef's kiss, asterisk, asterisk. Uh, Yeah, but that's all. Keep on improving, China.